It's time to get away. And to help get you there, it's Travel Bags with Anita and Friends. From around the world to across Georgia, she covers it all. Here's the host of Travel Bags, Anita Thomas. Hello, 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 and welcome aboard Travel Bags with Anita and Friends. Happy 4th of July, everyone. So glad you guys are joining us today and spending some of your 4th of July with us. So what's up today with you, Doc Bill? Any plans for 4th of July that you're going to include me in? Sure. The first thing we're going to do on 4th of July is look about getting something on the old grill. So if you hadn't cleaned the grill out yesterday or within the past week, you're probably going to get up this morning and get the grill cleaned up and ready to go. And hopefully you've picked up something uh, earlier in the week. If not, you can pick up something today and get ready for the barbecue. Well, yeah, I know folks are out there hanging out at the lake, probably going up to the mountains. They're getting ready for the fireworks this evening. But I agree with you. It's that grill that's the main part, at least for me, for the 4th of July. I think about barbecue. Well, I do too. And, you know, barbecue has many definitions by many people. But I think when you think of the word barbecue in its most purest sense, you're basically cooking some sort of meat, whether that's pork, whether that's chicken, or whether that's beef, or something even as exotic as lamb, over an indirect heat. It's done with a smoker. Over a series of hours, done slowly, so the meat is falling off the bones. Mm. That's classic barbecue. Sounds good to me, because my classic barbecue meal would be barbecue ribs, coleslaw, baked beans, and of course, some really great ice cold iced tea. Just love that. That's it for me. Well, if the sides make the dish, a nice good drink makes the dish, whether that's going to be a nice cold beer, whether it's going to be some wine, or whether it's going to be some really fresh cold iced tea. Those are things that make the meal essential. Well, you know, I consider you the food connoisseur, so I know that you have, like, some plan for for some great cooking for the 4th of July, so let's hear it. Okay. Well, first of all, I'm going to start off a little bit when we talk about barbecue. What do you mean? And barbecue varies from where you are in in the country. Each state says it has the best barbecue. That's true. And when you get to places like Texas, which is one of the biggest states, particularly the biggest state in the mainland United States, barbecue for them means beef, and it usually means brisket. And when they talk about barbecue ribs, they're talking no doubt about um, beef. And again, it's the same thing done over an indirect heat with some type of um, wood, either hickory or oak. And um, the meat is cooked slowly to it gets a nice what they call bark, which is a caramelization which occurs on the surface of the meat, which gives great flavor. Yes. Here in a more of the southeast area, when we talk about barbecue, we're really talking pork. And we're talking um, pork shoulder and we're talking p- pork ribs. And that's usually done, again, in a similar technique. And it's served with some type of sauce. Here in Georgia, we, it's mostly going to be a red-type sauce. Sounds you, good. You get to South Carolina, you get what's called a mustard cue or a yellow sauce. Oh, yeah, yeah. I and love that because you've done that one before. And that's a great sauce. Mm-hmm. you know. And then when you get to uh, North Carolina, it's going to be a red sauce. And sometimes you see the yellow sauce in some areas. Some places in Alabama, they actually do a white sauce, which is a a mayonnaise-based sauce. Really? So those are all different varieties. But what I want to look at today is whenever you do take your time, fix the food, and fix it well. You don't necessarily have to have the fanciest meat, but I think sometimes the most inexpensive cuts make some of the best um, barbecue. A pork shoulder is not expensive. And pork butts, or the Boston butts, which is part of the shoulder cut, is not expensive, and it makes a great meat. Just take your time, plan it out, and cook it well. Now, the Boston Bud is usually what they do and make the chopped pork, right? They do. They do. One classic which is lost, which used to be very prevalent here, particularly in Georgia, is the whole hog. You just don't find many people doing it. And hogs aren't that expensive. When people think about getting a hog, there's some butcher shops up in North Georgia and places where you can still order a whole hog. And a whole hog can run you anywhere from 175 to 200 bucks. Um, 
you just have to have in place some way to cook it, whether you're going to cook the whole hog or cut it up in big sections and cook the um, big sections. But again, it's something if you get a several group of families together or a group, the cost of your meat comes down dramatically. Sounds like a great 4th of July outing for me. I mean, picnic with a whole hog, perfect. It's perfect. And if you do, and if you say, I don't have a big expensive smoker, well, you know, you, you probably can afford a shovel and... Uh, <laughs> And you've got a good piece of ground there. You can dig a pit. Uh, pit barbecue was great. It's expensive. And I like it because it's less labor intensive. It's less what intensive? It's less labor intensive. You dig your hole. It's very simple. You <laughs> dig your hole. You dig it big enough to put the pig in. Uh-huh. The hole should be about three feet deep. Once okay. the, the um, you dig the hole, you find some really good sized rocks. You throw them in there. Or if you can go to the uh, local uh, store, whether it's um, Lowe's or Home Depot, you buy a bunch of lava rocks. You place on top of this a good he- um, heaping of um, charcoal. And then throw some good pieces of wood, hickory, whatever you want it. And then you put some lighter fluid and you light it up and you let it get hot. And you let it go until that pit becomes basically nice and hot. The wood's all turned to charcoal. And then you put some type of grating or some type of chicken wire that you want to have on top of that. And then you take your, your hog or your parts of your hog. You can wrap it in foil, okay? Or you can wrap, um, and you wrap it up in that. And once it's wrapped in that, uh, you can actually wrap that in some wet burlap. But before you do that, you make sure you season it well. Once it's seasoned, you, you um, place it in the pit. Make sure it's on top of some chicken wire because when you pull it up, that meat's going to fall apart. So you have to make sure you have something to stabilize it. And then you cover that with some wet burlap. Um, this is after it's been smoldering. It's really hot. And then you cover it up with dirt and you leave it. It's similar to what they do in Hawaii with the pig. Well, and yeah, I was going to say, that's the luau pig. And you let it go overnight. You wake up in the morning and cover the dirt in, you know, and provided it doesn't rain. <laughs> You've got your barbecue. Well, I laugh because I do remember a luau that we uh, did after one of our trips to Hawaii. And we came back and we thought we'd do that. So great way to, to, to barbecue. Absolutely. But I'm not sure about the not labor intensive. I'll, I'll just, you know, we'll debate that one later. Well, you, that's true. <laughs> but if you cook a whole hog, you have to be with that hog for at least anywhere from 15, 20 hours all the time. And Absolutely. I think I've done both. And mm-hmm. once you've done both, you quietly realize that the other one. You know, but the flavor is different, the texture is different, but they're all traditions that are around and we should take advantage of. And if you don't want to, again, you can look at some of the local places to get good barbecue from. Well, that's true. There are some great places that are just right here. So if today you're still trying to start out, where am I going to go and have that great barbecue? Maybe you could do something local. Well, you could. You've got Johnny's Barbecue, which does a great barbecue. Yeah, they do. There's Mooney's, which is a person from Texas. But then again, they still do a, a Georgia-based barbecue and even use some of the Carolina um, uh, mustard cue sauce on it. So it actually uses a combination of all three that's there. You know, So, I mean, again, there are local places which have great barbecue that you can um take advantage of and they also have good sides you know and um, there's also shane's i mean there are a lot of variety of places out there that you can go when you can get great local barbecue or if you got the time you're down in atlanta we can also check out atlanta well i like that too but you know i love to travel so i'm saying let's head up to maybe somewhere like memphis memphis has great barbecue well, Memphis does. Memphis has classic barbecue, and in Memphis, barbecue is still going to be, it's going to be pork, what is here in Georgia, done with a variety of sauces and a lot of flavors. And Memphis is known for its fine barbecue, which it has many varieties of. That's right. And while you're in Memphis, you can also check out the music. There's lots of civil rights uh, museums and places to go and visit as well. So it's a great trip that you can walk off some of that barbecue and get hungry again and go back for seconds, I say. 
Well, I totally agree. <laughs> <laughs> and what about Austin, Texas? You know, that's another one of my favorite cities to travel to. Austin, Texas is a great place. Again, you're going to be looking at a lot of beef in Austin, Texas. Right, right. Be doing Texas loves beef. their beef. And uh, again, there you're going to find things like a lot of chilies and stuff in the um, barbecue that you find that, that you find out there in Austin, Texas, and a lot of sausage. Uh, John Mueller is known for their um, brisket and their beef ribs. And again, that's a very, very famous barbecue place. They do a lot of sausage. And most of these places, when you get barbecue, you get the meat. The meat's sold by the pound, and you may get your side may be some bread, and you don't have as many fanciful sides in other places, but they're primarily giving you the barbecue. Ooh, barbecue, yeah. And it's dried, rubbed, seasoned, and it's not really served with the sauce. The sauce is usually on the side. Wow. And when you're in Austin, I mean, again, that's another great place for music. I mean, they're known for their music out there. The Blues on the Green series, a lot of people may have heard of that. Austin City Limits. So it's a lot of things that you can do, along with having that 4th of July barbecue. So planning for next year, we certainly can't zip off to, to Memphis and Austin today. Or maybe you can. I don't know. And have dinner out there. But this is great information, Doc Bill. So you promised me some barbecue later today? Uh, that I do. That I, we, will, we will definitely have some barbecue. Okay. I'm going to hold you to that. And you guys, I hope you guys are having some great barbecue out there, too. Stay put, because we'll be back in a few minutes. This is Travel Bags with Anita and Friends on North Georgia's News Talk, M550 and F. 102.9 WDUN. Back in a minute.